Hi guys. <laughs> Whoa, be careful. Don't get too close. Don't forget. Hi guys, I'm Fiorella. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Fiorella. I'm Tatiana and this, this is the Less of Me podcast. podcast. Let's go! Welcome guys. Thank you so much for joining us. So as you can see, we're in a car. <laughs> we changed our scenery. Yes, yes. We changed our scenery because we were having a conversation in the car and we're like, we have such good car conversations and it's just way more comfortable and cozy. We're wearing our hoodies. Like, it's just, it's just a whole vibe, you know? Yes. Also, guys, it is, we've been in the car since 6.30 a.m. Yes. So this is commitment to you guys. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So listen, if we sound crazy, that's because we've been up too early, okay? And we've been here for a minute. And I have not had my coffee. <laughs> yeah, you can have a sip of mine if you want. Thank you, thank you. Do you want some? No, I'm okay. Um, so, for today's podcast, we are going to be talking about untreated wounds. Yes. And it's a great topic. <laughs> why is it a great topic, Theo? Tell me Because why. I've been going through it. That's something that I personally did not want to speak about. Yeah. But in order to acknowledge it... I had to go through it. I had to literally walk into something that made me recognize that I had untreated wounds yeah. that I just had buried and had not surrendered to God. So yeah. that's why it's a great topic. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that too, like a lot of people, listen, at the end of the day, we're going to walk around and we're not ever going to be fully like 100% healed from everything and have no issues you know what I mean but I think it's also good to like I feel like God puts us in situations like you were saying like he places you in situations where he like exposes the fact that you aren't fully healed of that you know and he like gives you clarity and it's like wow like I really need to like surrender that like you said but also like okay how can I use biblical scripture like how can I you know bring in my community to help me heal from this because it really does take people too because you can't heal all on your own like you know whether that's counseling or solitude it's not good to be alone yeah if you're isolating yourself with your thoughts especially like the enemy will attack you in those places you know but like I don't know if you want to share I know you don't want to, but okay, so be obedient. <laughs> I will be obedient. Um, so one of the things that like I guess happened to me, it was very recently, but if you don't know me, well, you don't know me, but I, <laughs> I, um, I recently, like not recently, but a year ago, I came out of a relationship and. I was in the world, maybe a bit more than a year ago, but I was in the world and I ended up getting pregnant before marriage and I lost my baby and that loss of my baby really affected me, but I felt that's actually because of the loss of my baby, I found the peace of the Lord. That's actually how I found Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I lost my child but I found the love of the Lord so which is amazing because God does everything in the moment I didn't understand I was like why did I have to lose my baby like I really the the desire of being a mother was like a huge thing in my heart like I really wanted to be a mother like I was so excited to be a mother I was like 
waiting for this child anxiously. Like yeah. I had the cho- the baby clothes and I was so ready for the baby. I was like, you know what? My family was ready for the baby. My parents were excited about it. Yeah. Um, but after I lost the baby, like I felt like I lost everything. And I, when I found Jesus, I was like, okay, well the Lord has healed me from this. Mm. And... <laughs> And he didn't. And not that he didn't, but he did. He gave me peace in the moment, and he gave me like a good, like he gave me good place, good people around me that to help me through the morning and the sadness and everything. All right, I don't know. Sorry for the break, guys. You were talking about you still cry. Oh yeah. So like I still like sometimes I would still cry when I would see like a family because I'd be like, well. Like, that, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, like, that, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to acknowledge, like, that's a lie from the enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because you're trying to, like, think about what if, what could have been. Yes, you and know? the what ifs are a lie from the enemy. Yeah. Um, you're not, like, trusting in the sovereignty of God fully. Yes. Fully, which yes. is hard, I know, especially in that situation. Like. Yes, exactly. And so, recently, I work, I work in a hospital. And I got, because I've had a lot of, like, patients pass away, they sent me to, um, like, labor and delivery and, like, mother baby. So I'm with a lot of babies. And, like, newborn babies, like, baby babies that it makes you, like, so warm and you just want to hug them and kiss them. And I had a patient, like, I had to grab her child, so I grabbed her child, I was... Um, cleaning her child up and she saw me she was like you're gonna be an amazing mother like you're so gentle and immediately I snapped and I was like take your baby (laughs) and um I kind of was just like I don't want to be a mother and and she just looked at me like oh I'm so sorry like very she became very like propellant afterwards Mm -hmm. and and I like left the room and then I was like why did I say that and then I like I got very sad very very sad and that was that day that you called me at night and I was already like I was so sad like I was all to myself um and it made me acknowledge that it's during these months of like October November December that I was like pregnant so so I was like it kind of made me look back because I was like why am I sad why did I react this way yep and I rec- I had to recognize, I didn't recognize right away, but when I spoke to one of my pastors, one of the leaders at the church, um, and prayed with him, he kind of helped me acknowledge that I had a wound that was unhealed, mm-hmm. untreated. Mm-hmm. I had not surrendered it to God completely. I had still pushed it down, and although I did give it to God, I may not have allowed God to heal Mm, like invited God into yes. that. Invite, yes. And trusted in God. Yeah. So that's one of the things that like we have to do. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of the times our unhealed wounds will come back to affect the way we might react to the things we might say. Mm-hmm. And we might not recognize them. Or even like the way that the devil will attack you will be through those unhealed wounds that you might not even recognize because I didn't recognize it. And it really makes me, it was making me lose faith of what God has for me Mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, I don't, maybe I don't want to have kids. Maybe I don't want a family. And like, 
the Bible says that women are supposed to be fruitful. Yeah. And We're supposed to multiply. Yes. Yeah, so the enemy wants to stop that. Yes. He so, is against babies, and he hates the fact that, you know, we would ever want to have children. Yeah. So he's going to attack. And also, through your unhealed wounds, whatever that may be, like, this is Fiorella, like, the way that you could possibly react negatively towards someone who may be poking at a wound that you didn't even realize was a wound so like that person didn't know you know what i mean she didn't know the background like and so we have to be mindful not just for ourselves and for our healing and our relationship with god but also for um for other people too because no go ahead in the (laughs) cup sorry guys i'm like sick no you're fine but like also just like how our wounds impact other people yeah and it's it's not easy you know and i think like even it needs with, to be exposed. Yes. And even with, like, family, like, yeah. whatever your wound might be, the way... Oh, this is, like, a Bible verse. This is literally biblical. What's in your heart's going to come out eventually. And yeah. it's going to come out through your mouth. Yep. It's going to come out the way you speak. It's going to come out in the way that you act. It's going to come out in the way that you present yourself. Yeah. And, like, eventually all of the superficial is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And all of the, the stuff that you keep in your heart is going to be exposed yeah so like if you have peace and you have love in your heart it's going to come out and if you don't it's also going to come out Mm -hmm. so like the way that that came out towards that person who did not even know me came out so bad and i was like lord check my heart literally like i had to be take a moment and be like what is in my heart yeah like and i didn't even recognize it in the moment and sometimes like it's not that you don't have love or peace or it's just that you have wounds that are affecting others and it might be like you have a family wound or it yeah. might be that you have a wound with a friend or you might have resentment or you might have, you know, like jealousy towards a friend, you know, yes. like, yep. and like, you might not acknowledge it. You might mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I don't, I don't see it. Like, I don't feel jealous. I'm just happy for her. Mm-hmm. But you might be jealous of a friend and you don't acknowledge it. And it's yeah. just, it's in those situations that you have to really be like, Lord, check my heart. Yeah. And that's why we have to every morning, like pray and be like, Lord, less of me and more of you yeah amen that's so true and also like sometimes like when you have those thoughts of like you know that you know that are not from god like i don't know about you but sometimes i'm like i feel so bad that i'm like having any negative thoughts and i'm like why is that in my mind right now and Mm -hmm. i i think a lot of it too is because of what's in our heart that we don't realize yeah you know and like i think that first it'll appear as thoughts in a way and then it'll start to come out as action you know whatever that looks like but um I just think it's so important to take your thoughts captive. And even if, like, you feel bad about your thoughts, like, don't ignore them and don't try to suppress them because there's a reason you're thinking those things. And we really have to address that, like you said, in prayer. And also, like, if you feel like they're constantly coming to your mind, like, if you're constantly feeling feeling jealous or if you're constantly feeling negative about yourself say it to someone ask for help about it and like see because there is healing with people like you don't have to do this life alone but you have to have discernment yes it has to be the correct people amen because if you go to the incorrect person they can use that against you and the only way you can do that is through discernment of the holy spirit and if you don't know who the holy spirit is just invite be like holy spirit come into the come into my presence like Lord, I invite you into this situation. That's all you have to say. Yeah. You might not even know God, but all you have to say is, Lord, I invite you into my situation. May mm-hmm. your Holy Spirit go before me, and may you just show me who placed the correct people into my life. That's literally yes. all you have to pray and all you have to say, because saying that is a prayer, if yes. you did not know that. No, but, amen. No, that's so true. And I also, like, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, like, He is 
so present especially when you invite him and like that's why prayer is so important like you're literally opening the door like he's knocking he's a gentleman he's like hey how you doing today like <laughs> i saw tiktok and i was like hey i'm here again i see you have issues can i help you with that and then you're just like no i'm busy you know and like god is just constantly knocking waiting for you to just be like all right please help me and come into this come yes. into this wound heal me clean me up because i can't do it alone you know what I mean? And, like, that's such a good point about being wise because I definitely, especially if you're a new believer and if you don't really know much about the faith, you don't have discernment, you don't have that understanding. It would be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk to this person. It could, and we could use it could that. damaging yeah. to you because they could give you really bad advice, too, that's mm-hmm. not from God. And, like, we need to have godly people speak into our lives, not yeah. people who don't know that's about so God. That, I love that. And also, like, one of the biggest things I heard this from a quote from somebody mm. it said if you have untreated wounds or you have hurt in your heart once you get into a relationship whether it be a friendship mm. a dating relationship yeah. you're gonna oh. <laughs> say it you're gonna bleed on the incorrect person you're gonna Ooh. bleed on the person who did not hurt you yes. so and I'm only saying That's this because so the Lord is just like boom <laughs> This yeah. falls on what we just spoke yes. about too, yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, no, that's so. You're true. gonna be bleeding on the person who didn't hurt you, yeah. so the person who hurt you won't see that you're hurting, but you're the person who is now trying to help you is gonna be yeah. the one getting hurt, and that's just gonna bring a chain of hurt and yes. despair and sadness. But like, it shouldn't be like that. But yeah. if you take it to God, yeah. God will heal you. He will fix you. He will restore you. Amen. And like, he can, yeah, he can clean that up. And you know, I want to tie. I mean, I know you want to share. Maybe you want to share this verse, and then yeah. I'll tie it into like unforgiveness and that yes. untreated wound because that's. And you can speak about like how you dealt with your. Yes, yeah, because yep, because yeah. I dealt with that this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of going on like this is why we're doing a car type vibe yes. this week because we've literally had to deal with what we're speaking about right yeah. now, and it's. I, like, hope that you guys understand, like, we're being very honest, very vulnerable, and very raw with you guys. Yeah. Um, we par- personally, we think it's important. Um, we're not here to make a scene and put make things picture perfect because no. we are not picture perfect yeah. at all. No, and that's how we like this setting, too, because it's, like, it's just so much more... I feel more comfortable, and, like, I think it's easier to open up, too, because mm-hmm. when there's, like, all the lights and, like, it's the whole set, like, it just feels so professional, and I'm, like... I just, I'm not that professional. Like, I know that I am not, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much nicer to feel like we're just talking, like me and you, mm-hmm. and people are just listening in on our conversations. But, yeah. Go ahead. So in Jeremiah 30, 17, it says, I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord. For you are called an outcast, Jerusalem, for whom no one cares. Mm. So in this Bible verse the lord is literally saying like i will heal your wounds and the only person who can bind all that was jesus Mm -hmm. the only person who can restore all that was jesus the only person who can do all that was the lord like so with and it says for whom no one cares so no one in the bible it literally says nobody cares but the lord like other people might not care but the lord cares like you might feel alone and you might feel like my family doesn't care or maybe my friend doesn't care your friend might be listening but not really caring or not really giving you good advice Mm -hmm. but the lord does care and the lord could use people like a community or friends 
that can speak into your situation or encourage you or give you a word from God. And that's why it's important to have very good, wise counsel. Yeah. No, that's so good. That's so true. And like like you said, like some people may not care or understand your situation. I think that's the main thing is that a lot of us could feel really misunderstood. And like if someone hasn't gone through the exact same experience, which is very unlikely because every situation is very particular, you know, with like all the details. So I think that the only only the Lord truly knows what you went through. Only the Lord truly knows the hurt and the pain that you face through whatever the wound is. So he's the one who could speak life into that the best. And his love is perfect, you know? Like, he won't fail you like humans will, you know? So I think that that's such a key point. But I'll wrap it into unforgiveness yes. because... All right, let me just read the verse. And then I'll go into speaking about, you know, what I could <coughs> deal with this week. Yes. Um, but just I want to just say, like, having an unforgiving heart is not from God. And it's not easy to forgive people especially when you know they've done something to hurt you or you feel justified like I'm right like I I was hurt they did something wrong and yeah maybe they did do something wrong I think that it's really easy to just be self-righteous and think that like I don't know it's almost like you're like like a judge you know you're like judging them and being harsh in a way by being so angry and harboring unforgiveness which is not only hurting them but it's hurting you and the story that I'm going to read in the Bible talks about, uh, it's just such a beautiful story. And my youth pastor yesterday, because I lead in youth group, like he brought the story up and I feel like it's perfect because it really just shows the heart of Jesus for people who make mistakes. And whatever side you're on, if you're the one making the mistake or if you're the one, you know, who was hurt, like this is Jesus's heart. And I just think it's such a beautiful story. So let me read it. Um, it is John 7 verse 53. Actually, sorry, John 8, verse 3, it starts there. And it says, As he was speaking, the teachers of the religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery, a.k.a. she, you know, she cheated on her husband and she was out of marriage. Or perhaps maybe she was just having sex outside of marriage. Yeah, she was having sex outside of marriage. Yeah, they put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something that they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, oh, all right. But let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to me, said to the woman, where are your accusers? Did even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. And I love that story. I'm sure you may have heard it in church or maybe you haven't, I don't know. But I love that story because it just shows that like, when everyone is casting stones, the only person who truly had no sin and had every right to condemn her or had every right to be harsh with her wasn't. He was patient. He was kind. He was forgiving to her and loving. And he's, But also, he didn't just excuse her sin. He said, go on and sin no more. So that's also something that we have to keep in mind. But I say this to say to wrap it into unforgiveness because, you know, something that I dealt with this week, like I was 
having an argument with my husband and, you know, I won't go into details about what the argument was. It was a silly argument, but I felt so justified in my anger that I wasn't fully forgiving and fully forgiving looks like keeping no record of wrongs, which is Mm -hmm. what the Bible says that in love, we should not be keeping a record of wrongs like, Oh, but they did this to me. And then harboring that like bitterness towards a person, because first of all, who am I? Who am I to harbor unforgiveness towards someone when Jesus forgave all of my mess and he forgives me every single day? It's like you have to treat someone, you've heard the saying, treat people how you want to be treated. And that's exactly so true because like they're all trying to throw a stone at this woman for making a mistake. And then God, Jesus points out like, do you, do none of you have any mistakes? Like you guys have all sinned. So who, who are you to throw a stone at someone, even though you have sinned? Like if you, if you judge someone and are condemning like that you're condemning yourself it says that in the bible like you should not judge about something that like you have also struggled with and you're you're being harsh with them but then you want the same you want like nice treatment back it doesn't make sense yeah and like that also leads to so what you just said the unforgiveness leads to if you're not forgiving people it leads to the untreated wound so if you're just holding that in your heart and harvesting in there what you're harvesting in there is just going to keep growing without you knowing you're just you people tend to say well i let that go oh i just forgot or you didn't forget you didn't let it go it's in your heart you just buried it and you don't recognize it and that just leads back to an unhealed wound an unrecognized wound which the enemy will use to hurt you harm you destroy you by destroy relationships. Destroy relationships. And it hurts even more when it's someone closest and near yeah. to you. Yep. So, like, you, as women, we tend to, like, we feel or we bury. We're two. Yeah. We're two types. Yep. We're either feelers or we bury. We're stuffers. One of the two. Yes. You remember the, de- the devotional? Video. Yes. So, we either feel or we stuff. And one of the things that we always should consider is, am I, did I feel my feeling or did I stuff it? And with that being said, when you do have a feeling of resentment, anger, bitterness, whatever you're starting to feel, don't keep it in your heart because you're not going to harvest something beautiful ever. It's not going to harvest into something beautiful. Wait, it's funny because I called her when I was having these issues and I was like, I need someone to humble me. And she did. And like, thank God for godly friends. (laughs) But like, I remember you said something that stuck with me and it was like, don't let your pride get in the way of something beautiful because unforgiveness is rooted in pride and like self-righteousness and you thinking that like I deserve for them to be you know like so like caring and like listen yes like the person should be apologetic but not to the point where they're like you're like ruling over them and speaking down to them like that's not what God wants like God wants you to have a softened heart and like you know, yeah. love people like he would love them and how you would want to be loved. But at the same time, when you forgive somebody, don't expect don't expect anything in return because yes, forgiving Yes, <laughs> I did tell you that. Yep. Because as somebody that came from the world and came from a lot of damage, I had to forgive people who did so much damage to me and I never got a sorry back. And but I never got a sorry back, but I gave I was able to only say sorry and forgive people because I did it through the love of Christ. Amen. Because if I didn't do it through the love of Christ, I wouldn't have been able to do that. One of those people that I had to forgive was my ex. Mm-hmm. My ex was one of those people in my life that really destroyed my heart. And it was through the love of Christ that I was able to forgive him. Yeah. He did so much damage, so much pain. He did too many things to me that 
in my flesh I could never forgive and I remember even saying that to him like I was like I will never forgive you I'm gonna make your life miserable this was Fiorella before the Lord (laughs) but now like after I found the Lord I realized that the Lord is a forgiving God and if God forgave us for our sins why should I not forgive him for the stuff he did did to me yep a loving perfect God exactly he can forgive people than we can too yeah only through the holy spirit really you can't forgive within your own strength because you're always you're not like you're not going to be able to but if you depend on the lord and tell him lord give me the strength to forgive this person whether it be a friend or whoever it is you will be able to i had to forgive my father as well like my father hurt me a lot growing up and i had a lot of daddy issues like we both have daddy issues so like i don't know how that looks for you but the Lord helped me forgive my dad. And like me and my dad, we don't have a perfect relationship, but we have a better relationship. We have a relationship in which we, a commutative relationship. We have a relationship in which I can say now, I love you, father. I love you, my dad. I love you, daddy. And mean it because before I hateful words used to come out of my mouth because all I had was bitterness and anger. But that was because I had unhealed wounds. I had wounds that were there from when I was a child. And I never and I didn't know them. Yeah, like growing up I had an attitude always with my mom. I, I like always no matter how I could be in the best mood. Mm-hmm. And immediately my mom would say something to me and I'd snap. I'd be like, What do you want? Like yeah, the no attitude, what. no matter what it'd be, whether she was doing something nice or telling me like, Hey, I made you a soup because I was sick, I would yeah. snap at her. And it was because, like, I hadn't acknowledged, like, I had anger towards my mom mm-hmm. because of what, like, I had an unhealed wound towards her because of what had happened in my past. Yeah. And I never surrendered to the Lord. Also, I didn't know the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did, how was I supposed to know that I had to surrender yes. to the Lord? Yes. If you don't know, how are you supposed to know? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, sometimes you don't want to surrender because you're like, well, no, this is my, this is my problem. Like, no. Our problems are God's problems because he cares about us and he loves us. Yes. So... That's he just. He wants you to invite him into it. Mm-hmm. Because really he, does. he wants to heal you. Yeah, he, that's the he, end of it. Because it's hurting you. At the end of the day, like yes, it's hurting other people, but it's really harming you and your relationship with God. You know, because if you have that like that just anger and rooted bitterness in your heart, like it's very hard to like grow with the Lord. You know, because that's something that is very important. Like as Christians, as people who you know pursue God and people who want to know Him, if you don't know Him, like <coughs> He wants you to love. You know what I mean? Love is so important. So, like, we need to have our wounds healed. And something that I wanted to say was a practical way of trying to understand, like, okay, maybe I don't think I have any wounds. Like, I don't I don't see any wounds. I think I'm fine. You know, if you don't know and God hasn't placed you in a situation where they're going to be exposed, because he probably will. But you could also check, how do I treat this person? Like you said, mm-hmm. you would get triggered. Like, am I triggered by certain people? Why am I triggered by those people? Like, really question yourself. And try to understand, like, for example, me and my husband, I was feeling upset. And, like, even though we already made up and we were fine, I was still feeling, like, different, indifferent towards him. And I I said to him, I said, I don't feel like I fully forgive. And, you know, he, you know, he's a Christian, so he was speaking to me. He's like, no, but, like, that's not true forgiveness. And I'm like, you're right. Like, I need to let go and be... And listen, sometimes you need space because I think it's depending on the hurt. Obviously, we didn't have, like, it wasn't that big of a hurt. So I could move on more quickly through the Holy Spirit. I do think that even when you have a big hurt, you can move on quickly with the Holy Spirit. But sometimes 
we need some space away and really have like really to have some time to process everything because sometimes they are very deep rooted and I think God will give you the space and really set you up so you could heal properly in the specific situation mm -hmm. you need like I have hurts from my father as well I love my father and a lot of it too comes from understanding like they have hurts hurt people hurt people and it's yeah. like you have to really understand that like no one is perfect have grace like have grace for people and it's some one of the hardest things but when you have grace for others you will have grace for yourself because I remember I would be really really hard on people yeah. and it's because I was hard on myself and God has really grown that in me and I'm still working on that I'm never going to be perfect but I know that that's helped me a lot with my relationship with God because then when I commit a sin and I feel really bad about it and like I repent from it and I you know run away from the sin I still I would be really hard before but now I feel like I can accept God's love because nothing can separate you from God's love nothing yeah you know so we need to love people relentlessly just like Jesus amen that's but, so true yes but I, I love think that. that's it yeah right but <laughs> yeah I, I just hope that this was encouraging to you guys and to really just examine your heart like yeah what is I, in your heart yeah just ask the Lord yeah. I think I guess we just like leave you guys off with yeah. if you guys do don't know what is in your heart I something that I personally pray literally every morning is Lord search my heart search my heart mm -hmm. and expose um, expose to me where I need help in yeah. where there's parts of me that I need to change yeah. where there's hurt and I prayed that last mm -hmm. week I prayed it differently than what I normally pray because I pray every morning I pray Lord break my heart Lord search my heart Lord reveal my heart mm -hmm. And I prayed it a lot differently than when I normally pray. I prayed with, like, like so much, like, faith. It's different when you pray, like, with a lot yes. of faith. Yeah. I pray every morning, but the time I prayed for this specific moment, okay. I was, like, I was crying, and it was just a moment. And I was, like, it, I had so much faith. And I'm, like, Lord, I want you to show me. And he really did show me. <laughs> and I was placed in a situation where I had to, like, literally... Where the Lord revealed to me where I needed to work on. Yeah. Um, but that's all you need to pray. If you want healing, if you need healing, just pray that the Lord comes into your situation. And he will come into your situation. And don't be afraid for the Lord to search your heart. It's the most healthiest thing to do. It might be hard in the moment. Because it's not an easy thing to face the hurt. No. It's hard to face the hurt. But it's easy when you're going and facing it with the Lord. Because the Lord is the one who's carrying the pain. And you will feel that release from taking off your shoulders. Yeah. It will be relieving because he will carry it and you will no longer have to. And you will feel so much more peace at heart. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to love others with more yes. you more with um more purely, more intentionally, because yeah. you have more space to do that. And those hurts will turn, those tests will turn into testimonies because you will, like, for example, yeah. like, we're speaking about the hurts that, you know, God has healed us from. Like, I was really hurt by some things that I experienced in my childhood. And then, like, now I can talk about it openly. And, yes, it, like, it's yes. still, like, a little bit painful because it's, like, opening up a wound again. But I don't feel that anymore. God has healed me, and I truly do forgive the people in my past. And I'm like... It, I'm just so grateful because I feel free. It makes you feel free because when you're shackled by the chains of unforgiveness, like you are pris a prisoner yeah. to those feelings. Yeah. And it's really hard to live like that. So we really hope 
that you know you guys can heal and we pray that for you guys and again you guys are always welcome we'll try to answer as many people as we can but if you go into our dms on instagram like we're happy to help in any way that we can whether it's prayer you know if you submit a prayer request or just any advice that you need we will always try our best to answer you know the best we can but we love you guys and we're so grateful that you've listened to this podcast bye bye <laughs> Know you ride and you keep me climbing. No, I ain't letting up. I'm fighting. Your love is priceless. No, I'ma keep it up. Confiding. Your perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, I was selfish. I always felt so helpless until I fell to you. Show me how to be. Safe.